0: Welcome back to the Rocky Retirement Show. I'm Kathy Klein, your host. And today I have a special treat for you. We are doing a four part series with a good friend and person who's been on the show before Janelle Anderson. And so if you like what we're doing, then be sure and head on over to the show notes at the end of the episode and let me know what you think because I know this is something that's a little bit different than what I've done before. But to be honest with you, I've gotten a little bit bored with this show. So we need to change things up. So <laughs> Chanel, welcome to the show and thanks for co-hosting.
1: Thanks for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. I think this is a fun idea.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. So we're going to go ahead and start in a second. But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you that this episode is brought to you by the baby boomers 30-day journal this write-in journal helps you keep your life on track by tracking what's important and some of those things that are important are what we're going to talk about today with Janelle but they are if you've listened to the show you already know what they are they're the six pillars of retirement and you can get a a uh, you can go and get the journal actually it's out And if you go to rockyourretirement.com forward slash journal, it'll take you to the Amazon site. So I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Janelle, thanks again Uh for coming on. And we are talking about an article called Living in the Moment. And this article was published at essentiallifeskills.net. And we'll go ahead and post a link to it in the show notes If you're interested so janelle what did you think about this article
1: oh i thought it was a great article there were several things in here that i i have found to be helpful myself so i was like kind of nodding my head and going yeah yeah that's exactly right it's something that i think a lot of us struggle with it's something you develop
0: a habit around really you know i struggle with this a lot (laughs) i mean ever since i was a little girl i've always lived in the future I have a hard time living uh-huh. in the present, um, which made me a great financial advisor because right. I was always thinking about <laughs> the future, right? But I have such a hard time. I mean, do you find that your clients have a hard time with this as well?
1: Oh, yeah. this is This is one of the hardest things people can do because, like you, I think many of us are either in the future, we're thinking about what's for dinner tonight or you know, a year from now, or, you know, we're thinking about paying that bill, you know, or whatever. Or a lot of us are thinking about the conversation we just had with a friend a few minutes ago, or yesterday, or we're in the past somewhere, and we're not in the moment. We're always ahead of ourselves, or we're behind ourselves. It's very common.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll give you an example. This just happened today. So today, I got up a little bit late. I've been having trouble sleeping since I got back from a cruise and also before I left we made our dogs sleep out out in the hallway because one of my dogs snores and (laughs) I know it sounds really funny but she wakes me up like five six times a night and finally I'm like I just need some (laughs) sleep the dogs we take the dog beds and we put them right outside our door in the hallway and the dogs sleep right there and then if they have to yeah. If they have to go potty, then they'll scratch on the door and they'll they'll tell us that they need to go. And then I can sleep until my normal wake-up time, which has been around 7, 7.15. I know it seems late, but that's what being semi-retired allows you to do is sleep in. <laughs> that's so right. So <laughs> it's been super hot here. Now, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but we are recording this in July. And I think it's been hot all over the United States. but. We're not used to it here in San Diego and it's been humid and hot. And so I told my husband last, I said, let's start walking the dogs at like 630 because it's too hot. And so we woke up late today and we were on our walk and I looked at my, I normally when I get up, I, I look at my phone. It's one of the first things that I do and I'm trying to train myself not to do that. And so we're on the walk and I thought, well, I should just see what I'm supposed to, I know I'm supposed to do the podcasting today because it's Tuesday, but, um, but what should I do? So I just pulled out my phone and I looked and I was supposed to be at 715 at a breakfast and it was 730 when I looked at my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh. And so I asked my husband, Hey, do you mind? And he says, no. And so I ran home, I changed cause I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt and I get there, I'm late. Everybody's already sat down and they're already eating. But there was someone else who walked in late with me. So that made me feel a little bit better. Tony, you're <laughs> listening. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I sit down and I start telling the, the her name's Pam next to me, uh, why I was late. And she and another gal at the table said, you were supposed to be walking with your husband. That's what you huh. were supposed to be doing, not you know, not coming to the breakfast, you're supposed to be spending time with your husband. That's why you were there. And I thought oh. that really kind of dives in with this article is I, yes, I, I could have looked at my phone before we walked, but there is something to be said about spending time with your loved one. Yes. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, so tell me, have you ever had a situation like that where you're kind of living in two different places in your head?
1: Oh, yes. I mean, all the time. And, and it really does take a training um, in the moment. And I, I can tell you a story. Last last year, I was thinking about this before the call today. Um, last year, my daughter and I were traveling for two weeks together. It was an awesome trip. We we'd camped at Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons and just, you know, we're traveling across country and having a wonderful time. And we were there in the Grand Tetons. And I remember at one point on a hike, we were sitting on this bridge covering a stream and I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to be present in the moment right now. <laughs> and I just consciously like drank in the moment and all my, through all my senses and just kind of made a mental snapshot of it. Not with my phone, because I think sometimes when we take pictures with our phone, we're taking ourselves out of the
0: moment. I so agree. Yeah, you're taking all these pictures and you don't even realize, uh I mean, you're just there to take pictures. You're not there to relax and enjoy. You're
1: not even living the moment. I did the same thing at her wedding. I didn't I didn't take any pictures and I got pictures from other people. But I I those moments are imprinted in my heart, in my mind, because I took the time to really become present in the moment. But it, it takes this like conscious awareness. Otherwise, you're thinking of, for example, on that hike. Well, walking back or, you know, maybe what we're going to have for lunch later or, you know, and it's so it really does take this, this conscious awareness and I'm not always there either there, but those moments where I do it, it, it makes me so much more um, energized and it imprints the moment on my heart. I feel like I lived it and um, it just do know there's just something really really powerful about living in the moment
0: you know okay so that reminds me of one other story i i mentioned earlier that i just got back from a cruise right yep so it was a it was small cruise it was a short cruise just three days and it left out of uh, long beach which is not it's like an hour and a half from where i live mm-hmm. and it was on carnival which I don't, I don't usually cruise carnival, but my sister graduated and, um, I thought I would give her a little gift. My other sister and I got a, a suite on a carnival cruise nice. and yeah, well the suite, you know, we needed the room because three, three sisters and, you know, I can, I tend to get a little anxious <laughs> when I'm with my sisters. I don't know why, but, um, but anyway, so we needed a space and the, the room was quite large. So it was really nice to have all this space on the cruise. Um, but because it was carnival, I wasn't used to the young people, right? I mean, I'm used oh. to cruising with an older crowd, and I would say the average age was probably 30 on this cruise. Wow. And there was a bunch of kids. But you know what was really cool? What? I never saw anybody on their phone. Wow. I mean, that's unusual. It was totally unusual, I mean, because even though it can be quite expensive to get the internet and, and do all that on a cruise, I mean, let's face it, you know, the internet, <laughs> the Wi-Fi and cruises, I don't care what line, it's, it's bad. Oh, we, I don't,
1: I've never cruised, so I don't know.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, cruising is, it's either you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and um, I, I tend to like cruising because I like everything to be, I don't want to think about what I'm going to do. It's all pre-planned. I don't have to make any plans except for just show up. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) So that's kind of living in the moment, right? But I loved it. All these people and nobody was on their phone. They were all interacting with each other, having fun. And I thought, why can't I be more like that? Because, of course, I bought (laughs) the internet package and I did look at my phone a lot. Mm. You know? Hmm.
1: Yeah. I know. Well, it's interesting. We can learn a lot from children. You know, maybe those are older children, but I mean, young people tend to, especially children, live in the moment. You know, they're just—they're not concerned about the future of the pet. They're just right there. Even like we can learn from our pets. They're very much in the moment. Um, they're playing. They're enjoying. They're—they're they're not worried about what other people are thinking or what they look like. They're just like playing in the mud puddle or you know, riding their bike and, you know, they're just in the moment and haven't, they have such a great time.
0: I know what changes. I mean, I'm, I'm, let me quote from this article, everything we do and every person we come in contact with deserves our full attention. Yes. Kids do that. How do we do that? I mean, what happens in our lives where this all changes? Cause you're right. We, we all do mm-hmm. it as kids,
1: but what, what mm-hmm. changes? Well, we get distracted because um, so here she's talking about, is this a she? I'm sorry, I didn't even notice um, let me she. look
0: here. It is, oh my gosh, I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I thought I ran to the actual article, and it was a it was a woman. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, the full attention is the key, really, because what happens when just imagine yourself, you know, think about a conversation maybe you just had today? somewhere you something you did earlier how fully were you really attending to it in that moment or were you distracted partly by other thoughts or by being late being late exactly even while you were rushing to get there you weren't really fully present in your rushing to get there in your preparation to get there you were already there in your mind
0: right and already people like glaring at me because I was late and nobody did that Nobody, of course not <laughs> and Really, nobody cared that I was late. But, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably right. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes. So we are
1: either already expecting. It's it's like this when you're already in the future. You're like expect you're you're expecting an outcome, or you're thinking about the outcome, or you're imagining something, and it's, it hasn't happened yet. So it's not even real. Future's not real because it hasn't happened yet, and. What about the past? On the, and the past, well, the past is done, right? You can't change the past. But you, a lot of times people are letting the past impact their present moment because they're thinking about it or they're regretting it or they're angry mad. or carrying, mad, yeah, carrying bitter, bitterness around instead of letting it go and realizing it happened and, you know, maybe what can I learn from it? What was the good that came out of it? And move on. Um,
0: you know, sometimes I think that, and for all you therapists, please, uh, go in and give me a comment about this, but I think some therapy that people have might not be good for them. Okay. Like, Mm. like here's a quote, another quote I like to quote, um, from (sighs) this same article. It says, likewise, when we live in the past and don't let go of painful experiences, perceived wrongs or difficult times, We condemn ourselves to a present and future of the same. Yes. So sometimes I think when people dwell, like when they talk about a thing that happened over and over again and they don't just let go of it, it makes it worse. So I know that's probably 100% opposite of what therapists do because doesn't therapy have you talk about the thing Mm -hmm. that's hurting you? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean...
1: What do you I think? Ther- what do you therapy think? Goes, well, therapy goes in there and unpacks it. So, okay, so there's a difference between holding on to the past and uh, trying to stuff it and not deal with it and really dealing with it and letting it go. So I think therapy is good to go back and let's unpack it and look at it and deal with it and, and even change the way we're looking at it so that we can let go instead of trying to ignore it or stuff it, which does not work. And will actually cause you to still be attached to the past because you haven't dealt with it. So, not to dwell on it or bring it into the present, but to deal with it. Um, sometimes it's changing how you look at it, or even just accepting and letting go and forgiving, and all of that, so that you can be free of it. See, there's a difference.
0: Right now, are you a you are you a therapist? I know you're a coach. Mm, I'm Were you a, coach. a therapist in the past?
1: No, but the coach training I received and just some of the things I've done before, even becoming a coach, has a good bit of psychology, you know, and and dealing with your inner uh, being, your thoughts and emotions and things from the past. Um, Just for me in my practice, I will deal with things in the past so that a person can move forward. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't stay in, you know, like a therapist would really spend a lot of time and deal with, you know, maybe, um, disorders Mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that. Whereas I'll go in there and say, okay, you know, what's what's happening now from the past that's holding you back from living now and going forward. And Mm -hmm. let's deal with that and clear that out. And I like one thing in this article too, after the quote that you just said, um, if I can find it living in the moment, let's see. Oh. And I can't find where you read.
0: Oh, it's, it's um, kind of at the bottom. So was it living in the moment means letting go? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yes. Yeah, so right after that, when we are positive and optimistic in the present, we're open to the possibility of a positive, promising future. Um, no, no. It was the one before that. Perceived wrongs condemn ourselves to a present and future of the same and then we cannot change the past. That's the point. We can't change the past, but we can come to terms with it, know that it's over and then move on. And that's the part that I think is really important. And it's this piece of accepting the past, because I think when we're living in the past, we're fighting against what happened right? and we're, we're wishing it was different and it's we can't change it. So it's this come to terms with it.
0: Don't relive you know, it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's something for me is kind of a blessing because I, um, personally don't really dwell on the past. Like I'll take care of I'll. I might get mad at something or someone mm-hmm. I'll tell them, like, if something's going on with me, you know, I pretty much wear my heart on my sleeve. Like there's no (laughs) guessing what I'm thinking, right? Probably Mm -hmm. too much. You know, I just blurt (laughs) blurt out everything without really thinking about it. I need to deal, I need to do some, something different about that. But, um, but yeah, I kind of blurt out everything Then I'm done. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I move on, and I'm over it, and I'm done. You know, this this happened on my way off the cruise, my sister. So, so the, um, you know how when you, have you ever traveled overseas? Just, I've just been to Haiti. That's it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that on a different show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm getting off the ship, and you're walking through this long corridor, and every 15 feet or so, there's someone, get out your passport. Make sure you have your passport and your pass card. And your pass card is like your room key, but they use it, you know, you use it to order drinks and all of this instead of money. Oh, and okay. we're leaving the ship, so we're done. And they're the first person that says, you need your your um, your passport and your pass card. And I'm like, oh, my passport's in my purse. I better get it out now so I'm not blocking everybody, you know, as they're trying to get through. So I I kind of pulled over inside a doorway and I start getting out my purse. And then the same woman who said, you need your passport. She says, you need to continue to walk. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't. Okay. I can't walk and get into my purse and carry my bag all at the same time. Cause I was carrying my big heavy bag. And so then I said, excuse me, you just told me to get out my passport. And and then my sister says, I don't know what she said, but it really (laughs) irritated me. I was was like, because she's taking the side of some unknown random person who was clearly wrong. I was (laughs) clearly (laughs) in the right. (laughs) And so then my sister says, are you in a bad mood? And I'm like, I am now. And I let her have it. (laughs) And then... Literally five minutes later, I was over it. Now, she probably wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But I was completely over it after. Like, if I just get it out, I'm done. I'm not Mm -hmm. mad anymore. I'm done. Granted, I could have been, I didn't have to blow up at her. But that's, that's, it's funny how we're all different, right?
1: Yeah. Some people hold
0: on to it. And that's not healthy. But probably blurting things out and making everybody else mad probably isn't that healthy either. (laughs) (laughs)
1: right well at least you're processing it through and out and you're done instead of you know like you said when people hold on to things and they ruminate over and over again in their mind about what happened and they get more and more frustrated or more and more angry and then they that eventually turns into bitterness and that just but if you can just process through stuff I mean it's totally normal to get irritated from time to time and get frustrated i mean that's we have all this range of emotions and living life but uh you know letting it go is is the most important i think it's okay i did it i had an outburst you know apologize and go on um but don't
0: ruminate and hold on to it Right, of course, I didn't apologize though, Janelle. So oh, you know, well, that's... <laughs> maybe you should.
1: <laughs> maybe you should call your sister, make sure she's not holding on to
0: like, this. <laughs> are you mad at me for yelling at you when you asked if I was in a bad mood? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help her
1: process through that and let that go. So <laughs> she can live in the moment
0: too. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, I think she probably holds on to things. Would be my guess because mm-hmm. she doesn't really, she doesn't really have outbursts the way I do. Mm. I'm kind of the outburst person. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm totally happy and fine. I'm like, Oh, I'm, why are you mad? I'm, I'm good. What's wrong?
1: (laughs) Yeah. My husband's like that. He'll just have an outburst and let you have it. And then he's fine. And a few minutes later, he's back to his jolly self and I'm sitting there stewing over it, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. We all, we all have different ways of processing things we need to You know, it's all part of learning to get along with each other, right?
1: It is. It really is. There's uh, this thing that, um, I don't know what you would call it, maybe a strategy that I learned as I was going through my training as a coach. They call it detached involvement, which sounds like, you know, it's two different things, which it kind of is. But that's one way to experience life as you are also kind of observing it at the same time so that you're not attaching yourself to the outcome you wanted so like you know let's say your sister if she was holding on to it maybe she wanted you to treat her a certain way and you didn't and so she's got attached to that and now she's holding on to it if we can detach ourselves from the outcomes that we wanted even though you know something else happened and it wasn't what we really wanted but just accept okay that's what happened and experience that then you're kind of you're involved and you're living your life and you're involved in the event or the situation but you're kind of going along with whatever happens it's more like you know going with the rolling, flow with the yeah going with the flow rolling with the punches and i think when people attach themselves to an outcome that they really wanted and then it doesn't happen that's where it causes that um angst you know yeah that angst and just holding on and fighting against and then it makes it really difficult to live in the moment now and and it does drain your energy so you don't know, you don't have the energy to enjoy the moment because you're using so much of it to hold on to the past.
0: Right. Right? You know, yeah, they do, they've done these studies. I think it's called blue zones where there's five areas in the world where yes. people live longer. Have you heard of that? The blue Yes, Zones? I
1: have. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes. and they said the the thing that draws them all together is the fact that it like they all eat differently, they all have different religions, they all do, you know, different things. But they all have this attitude of mm, don't sweat it. Let it roll mm. off your back. You know, would you think that that has something to do with living in the moment? This attitude of mm-hmm not not worrying about things
1: absolutely yes it's that you know the the accepting of what is this whatever's happening right now is what i'm experiencing and living in that you know and it it again like i was talking about being attached to outcomes you know if you say you go on a cruise and you have all these plans or all these expectations of what you want to happen but something else happens are you able to go with whatever's happening in the moment and really live it Or are you holding on to what you wanted to happen and, and letting yourself be disappointed and all of that.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. It It, all has to do with enjoying the journey that we're all on. uh Right. Right. And I think that adds to the
1: longevity of life as well as the quality of life because you, if you're living in the moment and enjoying it, you've got all this energy to, or potential to live it. Then, you know, if you're not totally present, you're taking all this energy to hold on to something else. And so that really does affect our physical bodies as well as our emotions. And I think that has a lot to do with why those people live so long (laughs) in the blue zones.
0: And not only do they live long, because I don't know about you, I don't want to live a long and awful life. No. They're living healthy. They are. They're living healthy. They're
1: living. They're living. They're not just existing. Yeah you know, and just trying to get through. And that's a great question to ask yourself. Am I just trying to survive and get through the moment? Or am I actually enjoying this journey right now in the moment with curiosity or with joy? Am I just going through the motions? You know, am I just trying to get through it to get done? Or am I really... um savoring and taking it all in and am I aware of what's happening right now in the moment what what am I listening to what am I hearing what am I feeling what am I seeing drinking that in you know so that might be a good way to start training yourself to live in the moment
0: exactly yeah
1: ask yourself what's what's happening right now am I just trying to survive and get through
0: exactly hey do you want to go over the tips that the author gave us oh yeah let's do that
1: Those are some good ones.
0: Okay. So the first tip is train your mind to focus on the current activity. That's tough. Yep.
1: Yes. And that's kind of what we've just been talking about. It's, it is a training. It's a lot of awareness in the moment. And I, I think that takes, uh, an intention, right? It it takes the intention of, okay, I'm going to, like I did with my daughter sitting on that bridge, I intentionally said to myself, I am going to really live in this moment. And the more you do that, the easier it gets. And the more often you'll do it.
0: Hmm. So we all need to that. Hey, maybe that can be one of my goals for tomorrow when I'm writing in that Hmm. journal that I created. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the second tip that the author gave us?
1: engage in and feel what you are doing enjoy the process
0: that's what you did with your daughter
1: yes i think you know one one clue is your senses like start tuning in what am i hearing right now i'm hearing birds chirping like right now i can hear my air conditioner going i can hear the clock ticking which drives my daughter crazy when (laughs) she's here (laughs) um what am i feeling you know notice what you're, what's rubbing up against your skin, you know, what does the air feel like, like really use all of your senses and engage in that. And I think that's an excellent idea to put that down as a goal for today. Let me take today a moment to really practice this, you know, and, and use all of my senses and enjoy, you know, even <laughs> this is a funny story. I don't know if we have time for this. Can I tell a quick story? Sure, just a minute, but we
0: only have about 4 minutes. <laughs>
1: okay. So I went to Walmart, you know, I hate going to Walmart. I can't stand I can't stand it. It is so big and it's just they never have what I want, but it's right down the street from my house and I was going, you know, for a quick trip and I thought, well, how can I live in the moment at Walmart and make it enjoyable? Cuz part of that is enjoying the process, even if you're doing mundane things, everyday things. So I made the intention to enjoy my moments at Walmart. And I did that by watching people. I love to watch people. They fascinate me. And so I ended up having an enjoyable trip to Walmart.
0: Have you um, seen that YouTube video people of, of Walmart?
1: I've seen like pictures, not a video. Though. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I love that. I always, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. Oh yeah. Um, the artist, she's done several. I don't know if the first one she did still exists on YouTube. But she's done several of these where she kind of spoofs the people of Walmart, oh my and um, she also dresses up. She's really hysterical. I don't know her name, but um, but I will put a link to it in the show notes. It's so funny. <laughs> I'll oh, have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send you a I'll send you the link too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Where are we? Um. Okay, I'll do this one. Learn relaxation techniques in order to be present in each moment. So for me. Yes. Just taking a deep breath. Um, let's do it together. Okay. We'll go in. okay, And then out. <sighs> ah, feels great. I know. I don't know how that's going to sound on the podcast, but I feel <laughs> good now. <laughs> okay. What's the next one?
1: Take notice of your surroundings. Sight, sound, smells, ambience, which you kind of already talked about, right?
0: Your senses. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next one?
1: Listen attentively to the conversation of others, to music, and even silence. Wow, that's a good one. That's mm, tough. Really good one, yes. Here's a question for you. When you're in a conversation with someone, are you thinking about what you're going to say next, or are you actually listening to them? Mm, that so is tricky. true. Yes part of training to be a coach, we had to learn that. And let me tell you, it is definitely something you have to learn because most of us are thinking ahead to what we're going to say.
0: Yeah. I have a hard time with um, giving unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Most of us do. <laughs> we all give each other <laughs> advice. I'm like, because you're trying to be helpful, right? You're yes, trying to be you helpful. are. You're like, yes. Kathy, no one wants your advice. Just well, let them talk. <laughs>
1: they say, neuroscientists, you know, they can image your brain. When somebody's getting advice from someone, no areas of the brain light up at all. But oh, when okay. they have their, their own like aha moment of their own, three areas light up.
0: See, that's all, that's what being a coach is about, is letting people come up with their own ideas.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: that's true. So.
0: Okay. And then the last one is savor your food and drink. Taste Mm -hmm. each morsel. Yeah. Be present with your meal. You know, they do that in Europe. Do they? Yeah, they don't. um, I remember, well, my brothers lived there a long time. I don't know if this is still true, but. They don't have cup holders or they didn't have cup holders in Germany in cars because they just felt that it was disgusting to eat and drink in your car. That all of the eating and drinking should be done with friends and family. Wow. I know. Interesting. How different we we are.
1: We are very different. We need to
0: learn from that. Exactly. I wonder if it's changed. I mean, I don't know if they have drive throughs now because I mean, this was like 20 years ago. Uh uh-huh. so it might have changed since then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. Well one thing about this one helps it helps your digestion too. When you slow down and savor your food and your drink, it it kicks in your digestive system. Your mouth starts to water, you know, when you get your brain involved in your meal, you you'll also not feel hungry like an hour later or not right. hungry, but you know how an hour later you mm. feel like you want to eat?
0: Yeah, cuz you, you don't remember you don't remember eating. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly your mind's like did we eat
0: i don't know i wasn't there i might as well eat again i'm still hungry yes. on yes. that note i think that's a good a good one to say goodbye if you are listening to this show and it's time to eat remember <laughs> savor your food
1: yes. <laughs> janelle this has been
0: such fun I've had yeah, a good time me to me too. Absolutely. Okay, great. And the listener, I hope you enjoyed this too. Head on over to the show notes. We'll have the, um, the author of the, um, the article that we just t- talked about, which is called living in the moment. We'll have a link to the show notes or a link to the article and we'll also have that people of Walmart. <laughs> okay, you can be present at Walmart. There exactly, you go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, for the listener, we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement.